good afternoon and welcome to your DIY health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. Only one more day left in this year. Well, anyway, this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. In my opinion, or I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, most people, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing it's missing is the raw materials. And when you put this back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there. If you have any questions about anything, hit the Contact Me button. You'll have the option of sending an email or calling and leaving a message. Either way, we'll get back with you as quick as we can, usually within a few hours, and we'll do everything we can to get your questions answered and get you on the right track. Also, if you click the Radio Shows button at the top of the page, you'll see the link to our archive page set up through castbox.fm. And then uh, slightly below that, you'll see information on the shows we do, when they're on, and how you listen. And then at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to the Facebook page set up for the show, as well as the chat room. It's all there for your use. There's no charge for anything except the products, and those support the show, and more importantly, they support your health. And uh, we encourage you to share the information with your friends, family, close associates, whatever, uh, so that they too can learn how to restore their health naturally. And the world will be a better place because of it. Now, keep in mind that the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on this show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping-off point to do your own research and due diligence so that you can make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. Now, the number to call into the show is 614-426-8787. Again, 614-426-8787. One last time, 614-426-8787. And uh, if you're on Skype, you can send a contact request to Sarge45ACP. That's S-A-R-G-E, the number's 45, and the letters A-C-P as in Paul. Mention you're a listener, we'll get you approved. And then from that point on, you can call in during the uh, live shows on Skype and excellent audio quality. So let's see, just get things cleaned up here. And make some room on the screen. (laughs) Tomorrow is the 31st, New Year's Eve. And we will be live. Mike Gaddy will be here with us. And I'm sure we'll have a very interesting conversation. With all the stuff that's going on with the election and everything else, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. 
Let's see, the unplugs in the chat room. Let's see here. It's such a true statement. The only thing missing is the raw materials. And once the body has the raw materials, it'll fix. Exactly. And that's the thing. People don't realize that you need more than just frankenfood <laughs> to uh, maintain a healthy body. As a matter of fact, the less frankenfood you eat, the better off you'll be. And uh, it's also something that most people don't know is it's impossible to get the things that you need to support and maintain good health through eating food. It just won't happen, uh, especially the minerals. You know, the, out of the 90 essential nutrients, two-thirds of them are the 60 minerals. And they are virtually impossible to get from food because they only come from the soil and they're not there anymore. And the other thing is, is they never were there in a uniform blanket around the crust of the earth. You know, you, you don't go into the, uh, any place on the planet for that matter with a, one exception and dig into the ground and find all 60 essential nutrient minerals. You just will not find them. And even in that one place of the earth, you have to dig down 70 feet <laughs> to get all 60 minerals. And uh, I've seen that place. It's a rather interesting and beautiful place. But uh, there are seven distinct layers in this mine. And each layer has a certain number of minerals. And the only way to get all 60 of them is to get samples of all seven layers. And it's it's rather interesting. Um but uh, I've been there, I've seen it, I've taken some samples out of that and brought it home in a little plastic bag, <laughs> and the whole thing. And minerals are a huge deal. You know, the uh, Linus Pauling is the only person who's ever had two unshared Nobel Peace Prizes back when the Peace Prize meant something, uh, before Obama came into office. Um, he said that you could trace every disease and every ailment to a mineral deficiency. And he was right. Virtually all chronic health issues, over 900 of them, are caused by nutrient deficiency, most of the time minerals. So the better job you do of getting the minerals back into your body, the better you're going to be uh, over the long term. You know, your, your life is just going to be much, much better and much happier. And I can say that from personal experience, um, you know, eight years ago. excuse me, eight years ago when I started this program, um, I was circling the drain. I honestly didn't believe I was going to see the next year. I had so many things going on, uh, AFib and high blood pressure and all kinds of stuff. And um, when I got on board with Dr. Wallach's protocol, um, I started getting the minerals especially and all the other things, good calcium and all that. Um, everything turned around. It was a game changer. And, you know, blood pressure, in 30 days went from 185 over to 120 to 99 over 77 and my doctor had i shown that information to her would have been appalled there's no way you could do that and she's wrong as usual but uh you know it's funny um even my wife who's in in a nurse you know was very surprised to see the results i was getting and uh, she couldn't believe it because it just flew in the face of everything she'd ever heard from all the doctors she worked with. So uh, it was kind of cognitive dissonance uh, situation set up for. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Unplug says, uh, I truly believe there are many millions. <laughs> I don't know exactly how many, but I would bet most of the people in most nations are mineral deficient. Oh, without a doubt. 
there's no question. The vast majority of not only the American public, but literally worldwide, are minority deficient. There's only, uh, there's 28 cultures on Earth that Dr. Wallach has discovered that they don't get all the minerals, but they get a lot more than most people get. And as a result, they live much, much longer. They live on, well, they have, I forget how many, it's 40 times as many centenarians as the average country. And, uh, you know, they have people that will live to be 150 years old. The trouble is, is all these places are usually high up in the mountains where there's glacial uh, runoff and things like that, where they are getting uh, information or they're getting uh, uh, minerals that uh, they just they just aren't available in the lower lands, and you know it's it's a very un uh, what's the word I'm mean? unhospitable environment. Uh, short growing seasons, um, you know, virtually nothing that most people would want except clean living and happiness. But um, there's no fast food restaurants. There's no roads. There's no uh, you know indoor plumbing and that kind of junk. You know, it is a primitive life form, life. And, uh, but those are the places where it just so happens people get a whole lot more nutrients in their food and their diets. And on a, on a, as a routine uh, basis, they get, oh, shoot, it's a high fat, high protein diet, very little carbohydrates because the growing seasons are so short up high in the mountains. And they're eating, you know, yak meat. Uh, goat meat, um, you know, butter, you know, lard and cheese and things like that. They're, it's it's basically fats and, and proteins and very little carbohydrates. Like I said, they can't grow much. And as a result, there's not a lot of carbs, which is almost the perfect diet. And uh, as a result, they have much better health. Uh, they don't have to go to the doctors. They don't have doctors anyway. And it's uh, it's a like I said, unless you just want to have good, long, happy life, you know, that's the only thing that's there. Uh, but the, uh, all the so-called conveniences of modern, uh, society, none of that's there. And, uh, let's see, well, you can guess, you can get these minerals from SARS or longevity <laughs> for very little money and it's well worth it. That's exactly true. You know, you could, you could move, you could sell everything and move to the high Andes and, uh, live that life. Uh, or you can just, Go to my website, click on the uh, Healthy Body Start Pack or the Basic Mighty 90 or even just the plant-derived minerals and have uh, the stuff right there so you can do it at home. <laughs> the only things you're still going to be treating, you know, tempted by all the Franken foods and fast foods and all the other crap that we're pouring down our gullets that's not good for us. But uh, you, if you develop a slight um, bit of uh, uh, discipline... And by that, I mean go to the, uh, on my website, click on the um, Trinity of Health tab. And the first item, it's a drop-down menu. The first thing is the 12 bad foods. If you click on that link, it will give you a list of the 12 bad foods in PDF format. So you can download it free of charge, print it out, put it on your refrigerator as a reminder or whatever you need to do. And there's also a video there by Dr. Peter Glidden uh, explaining why those foods are killing people. And uh, if you avoid those 12 foods and get on the nutrients, at least the minerals, you will be amazed at, the, at how much better your life is. Uh, it's just flat out, it's stunning.
is the only thing I can tell you. When I when I started taking this stuff back in 2012, I had, like I said, at the at the bottom of the Who Am I tab on my site, you'll see a short list of things that I had when I started this, and they all were gone within 30 to 90 days. And uh, when I started taking this stuff, it was amazing. Um, I just stopped cutting out. The, I stopped eating the bad foods, and I started taking the supplements, and did nothing else. And within two months, I had lost 24 pounds um, just by cutting out the bad foods and and taking the supplements. I could not exercise. Both my knees were bone on bone. They were getting better by the day once I started the stuff. But um, it was not something I was not exercising at all other than walking from my car to my desk every morning. Um, And that was it. And doing that, just cutting out the bad foods and taking the supplements, uh, my appetite shrunk, and so did my waistline. Uh, I went from 240 down to 216, I think it was. Yeah, it's 24 pounds. And then uh, after I'd been on the products for a while, I did a weight loss program where I was eating about 500 calories a day and uh, still not exercising and dropped another, um, what's the, uh, 24 and uh, 36 pounds, I think it was, yeah took me down to 170 uh, for a total weight loss of 70 pounds. Not bad. And let's see, uh, you'll find when your body gets what it needs, you'll eat less. Yeah, and that's the reason, you know, I was planning on doing, you know, I usually do after the first of the year, I do a a show on weight loss because (laughs) so many people have put on so much weight over the holidays. But um, suffice it to say, when you're hungry, you're not, your body's not necessarily looking for fats, proteins, and carbohydrates as much as it's looking for nutrition in the form of 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and two essential fatty acids. And that's why you can go out to eat, go to Olive Garden or wherever, eat two to 3,000 calories, and by the time you get home, you got your head in the fridge looking for a snack. Because even though you just consumed a whole bunch of fats and carbohydrates and proteins and whatnot, There was virtually no nutritional value, no minerals, no vitamins, no amino acids, especially no minerals. And that's what your body's looking for to maintain some semblance of health. And when it doesn't get what it's looking for from the food you eat, you can be hungry on a full stomach because there's no food value. There's no nutritional value in all that stuff you 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 ate, but there's plenty of calories, which will make you fat. But it doesn't do anything to support the function of the body. And as a result, it keeps telling you you're hungry, hoping that you'll finally throw something down the gullet that has some of those nutrients it's looking for. Well, when you start giving your body the supplementation that comes in the Healthy Body Start Pack, especially, your body for the first time in its life probably is getting the nutrition, the vitamins, minerals, amino acids, essential fatty acids that it's looking for. Once it gets those, your your appetite drops precipitously. <laughs> you are no longer hungry. And, you know, I generally eat once a day. Now my wife is home from work <laughs> uh, until Monday and is kind of throwing a, a monkey wrench in my system uh, because she always eats, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I don't. And I normally, I get up and go all day long, and it's not until she comes home and we have dinner that I eat something for the first time of the day. Now, if I, if I feel hungry, you know, I'll eat something, or if I have an urge. 
which happens once in a while. But generally speaking, I eat once a day, usually between 500 and 1,000 calories, and that's plenty. Because when I'm giving my body the nutrition, I don't need any of the other things. Let's see, that's where companies like gold try to take advantage of your inability to get those nutrients. Yeah, I've never... Oh, Golo. <laughs> Is that the one with the um, uh, raw apple cider vinegar or the apple cider vinegar and the little gummy things or something? Uh, they have interesting ads. I give, I give them credit. All these companies that are trying to sucker you into doing their weight loss stuff, uh, they have all the the whiz-bang commercials and all that, you know, the fancy ag companies behind them, but they don't have any science. And that's the difference between all these other weight loss groups and Dr. Wallach. You know, he started out as a veterinarian, still is one, um, and basically reverse-engineered, you know, uh, the weight gain process because, you know, as a, he was a large animal vet, and he knew exactly what it took to put weight on a steer in order to get him ready for market. And simply by reversing that process, it gives you the, rep the real recipe for weight loss. And he's the only one I've ever found that actually applies that. Everybody else, oh, we got to count calories, or you got to do this other junk. And lately I've been looking, I've seen a lot of the things, which is not uncommon for, you know, either Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or... Uh, whatever the one is that uh, Marie Osmond advertises for. And you know, I look at what, the, what they show as the foods that they send out. And that crap, I would not eat any of that stuff. You know, that stuff is put together by chemists, I'm sure, <laughs> not uh, nutritionists. And even a nutritionist is not much to speak of because most nutritionists are trained by doctors who have no nutritional training. I have yet to speak with a so-called nutritionist who knew what they were talking about. Um, they don't know, you know, and the first thing I ask them is how many nutrients are there? If they don't say 90, then everything else in the conversation goes downhill from there. And, um, but I look at these things, I said, that stuff is crap. I would not eat that garbage. And, um, you know, the thing is giving your body the raw materials, the nutrients first, and that's why I always tell people, if you want to lose weight, just stop eating the bad foods, get on the supplements, and give yourself a good 90 days to get your body accustomed and nutrified. Once you do that, then you'll be in a position where you can do a more in-depth weight loss program if you even need to at that point. Most people will lose enough weight during the first 90 days that they'll be happy and won't have to do anything else from that point on if they do it the way I tell them. You know, that's the key. You have to be consistent. you got to do things uh, properly for to get the best results. Um, Plug says, question, could getting the 90 essential nutrients also cause you to gain some weight if you were deficient in the first place and maybe your body is uh, reaching in you know, equilibrium? Um, it's possible. You know, we have people all the time, uh, Dr. Wallach talks to folks all the time who are um, usually just, you know, they're, they're always underweight. Because their body, you know, and the thing is, your body doesn't function properly without the nutrition. And in some cases, you know, in many cases, in most cases, I would say, uh, when people don't have the nutrients, they tend to gain extra weight. But depending on how your body is, you know, set up, it's, it's entirely possible for you to be underweight. And given the body the nutrients it needs, it will then... 
start to function the way it should. Now, in many cases, what we do to help things along, we get them on the nutrients, we get them avoiding the bad foods, and then from there, we have um, weight loss shakes, you know, basically that are, they're made with good quality protein um, and that kind of stuff that basically are designed as a, a meal replacement for people that are trying to lose weight. But if you, instead of mixing them with water, you mix them with, you know, heavy cream. And then you get the extra caloric content plus the nutrition that you need to put on a little extra weight. Um, and that's what Dr. Wallach re uh, recommends, basically doing that. You put in uh, some cream, uh, maybe an egg or two, raw eggs, stir it all up. And that gives you the extra stuff, some extra saturated fat, uh, good cholesterol, uh, good protein. And in cases like that, people can then gain weight when they need to if they're way below. So, yeah, the whole thing, you know, whether you're overweight or underweight, most, most of the time it's because your body doesn't have the nutrition it needs to do things properly. So it's, a, it's entirely possible if you need to gain weight, yeah, you could do that. And like I said, we can help things along a little bit with some of the other products that we've got. But, um, you know, we'll cover that more in depth here in the next week or two. But um, I wanted to... I basically wanted to touch base again on the, the book that I'm reading, The uh, uh, Undercover Epicenter Nurse by Aaron Marie Olszewski. Great, great book. I finished the um, preface yesterday and the, um, what comes after the preface, the introduction. Okay, did that. And I'm in chapter two right now. And it's a very interesting book. You know, it starts out, you know, she gives you the background on how she grew up. And, you know, uh, chapter two is about her military experience. And I'm about a couple of pages from the end of that. And she went into, excuse me, she went into the army. And instead of going into the nursing area that she was originally thinking about, she got into basically intelligence. And uh, uh, as a result, learned to speak Arabic and had to spend a lot of time uh, dealing with, um, you know, a lot of the high-up poobahs, you know, the, the sheiks and whatever they are over there, um, trying to make peace and that kind of thing. But it was interesting. Uh, she actually enlisted before 9-11. And while she was in basic training, um, that's when 9-11 happened. And her explanation, because where they where she was at, you know, they don't have newspapers, TV, or radios, or internet. They can't call out. They were kind of uh, in a total information lockdown when it happened. And the way things were scrambling around, uh, uh, people were, you know, did not come right out and say, we've been attacked, and this is what's happened. They just basically said, you're, we're going to war. <laughs> and they basically said, if you're not up for that, get the heck off this firing range. You know, I guess, uh, I guess in the army, they give you the option to leave. <laughs> Wasn't that much of a, you, know, you didn't have that case when I was in the Marine Corps. And the other thing that was interesting is, um, once that happened, they brought in, uh, Marine drill instructors to be their, uh, uh, trainers. You talk about a night and day, uh, wake up because it, it sounded like things were pretty cushy. Uh, at least to me, uh, when she was describing her military training with the Army, 
But when the Marines came in and took over, it was a whole different level. And she said, you know, if I wanted to be in the Marine Corps, I would have signed up for that. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. But uh, I got to give her credit. She stuck it out where a lot of the people that she was in there with, you know, when they found out they were going to war, well, I didn't sign up for this. I'm out of here kind of thing. It's like made me remember the movie Stripes with Bill Murray and uh, uh, can't remember the other guy. But he tries to go AWOL <laughs> and all that stuff. But anyway, um, it's an interesting book, and I'm thinking it's going to get better and better as things go on. But so far, uh, like I said, just the preface is worth the price of the book. All the information, the guy that wrote it was just uh, top-notch. And to have 70, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> to have 70 uh, footnotes in the preface alone, that should tell you something. And a lot of good information, a lot of good studies that the guy linked to and everything else that really, really made things uh, interesting. But um, wanted to t touch base with that. I still think that if, if you're going to buy just one COVID book, that's the one I would get. You know, any of the ones I've already mentioned have been phenomenal. But this one, I think, is a, it's a touch above. Really decent uh, information. And a good read. And it gives you some, you know, some insight into... Um, what I consider a younger person, I think she's 37 years old now, um, but it was kind of the millennial, uh, I don't know, was it millennials back then or Generation X or what? I don't know. I think she was born in uh, 80, something like that. Um, no, 83, something like that. Anyway, um, the mentality of the the joystick generation is what I call them. You know, they have very little uh, outside activities unless they, you know, get into sports with their parents and stuff uh, or in school. But the, uh, you know, the thing I saw last night, as a matter of fact, um, which uh, I was watching one of the uh, evening shows. It was either Tucker Carlson or um, uh, Sean Hannity, uh, one of those, uh, had guest hosts on. But they basically said um, that... Uh, 71% of the young people in this country could not pass the entrance, to, could not make it into the military. So only 29% of the young people at this point are military grade, so to speak. And that's given the lower <laughs> um, uh, standards that they have now compared to when I was young and in the service. Um, you know, I can remember when I, uh, in 1995, uh, I was in charge. I was 38 years old, 37 years old, um, and I was in charge of physical fitness testing for all the new people coming onto our police department. And um, I was in better shape than every single one of those 19, 20, 21-year-olds. I could run farther, faster, do more push-ups, sit-ups, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was amazing because most of those kids had... Basically, it was, something like that was the first time they ever had any physical activity to speak of. The, you know, most of these kids sit around playing their uh, video games and stuff all the time and uh, not really getting into the, you know, the physical aspects. And when I was a kid, man, I, in the summertime especially, when the sun was up, I was outside. And uh, just a different mindset. And it really scares me to think even the next generation is probably going to be, you know, 10%. It's going to get farther and farther down to the point where just, you know, some of the foreign force could just waltz right in and take over because we won't have anybody in the military. That's a scary proposition. 
See, Greg's putting some stuff in the, uh, um, I keep forgetting what it's called, the PPN forum. Uh, he's got the table of contents and the, the first page of the preface of uh, of the book I'm talking about. <laughs> Appreciate it, Greg. You guys, I can't get over how on the ball you are. You find stuff so quick and so easy. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway. Let's see, I'm not a kid, so I'm exempt. <laughs> Pretty wild. Um, anyway, I want to cover a uh, article I just found in Natural News, which is very disturbing. Um, Moderna starts testing coronavirus vaccine on kids aged 12 to 17, despite dangers of negative side effects. And this is after, you know, I mentioned the other day that... Um, the nurse that was uh, given the vaccine and then 17 or 18 minutes later was being interviewed and passed out on on the camera and may possibly have died. No one's seen her or heard from her since. And now you're having body doubles show up that aren't, <laughs> are very not, are not very good body doubles. The hair, the face of the shape and the shape of the face, um, uh, breast size, all kinds of things. There's a lot of different uh, things when you look at different photos side by side, that is not the same person. And the thing is, is they're dressing her exactly the same, trying to make people think it's the same person, which tells me, yeah, she probably is dead, <laughs> or at least really, really sick. Um, so it's it's kind of, yeah, Nurse Tiffany. Tiffany, um, uh, oh, shoot, can't remember. I was writing it the other day. Uh, anyway, but... Um, I think it was out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, if I remember right. But uh, they've got a, um, there's a Facebook page up for already in memoriam, you know, and everybody need, you know, saying we need to speak up and that not let this happen again kind of thing. Um, so it's rather interesting. Ah, Robert Hudson. <laughs> Dover. Tiffany Dover, that's it. Thank you, sir. Anyway. Um, want to look at this coronavirus thing, and especially with because it's Moderna, that's the M M one of the mRNA vaccines, and um, it's going to modify these children's RNA or DNA, and it's bad news. The coronavirus COVID nineteen pandemic continues to ravage countries across the world with desperate people counting on a vaccine that can help protect them from this infectious disease, and again. I have to jump in here. You know, you've got a disease that for the vast majority of people, you got an over a 99.9% survival rate. So if you get it, you know, it's, it's basically like a cold or, or a mild flu. Why on earth are anybody, people worried? About, there's only one reason they're worried about a vaccine, and it's because it's been drummed into their head by the lamestream media. They're being scared to death about the so-called danger of this thing, which is totally untrue. And then they're also being thinking, the only hope is a vaccine. we got to have a vaccine before life can get back to normal. Well, life, life never should have changed in the first place. You know, the, the, the whole thing was based on bogus projections by Neil Ferguson and, the, and his ilk um, claiming you know, 2 million people dead in the U.S. in the first couple of months, which is absolute BS, and they knew it. But they basically fed all this crap to the world leaders, including Trump, and as a result, you know, they basically didn't have much choice, but said, well, we don't have any better information, so we better go with this. And 
that's how all this stuff got rolling. That and the mainstream media is, you know, the Democratic Party saying, hey, we can use this as a way to get back at Trump, make him look bad and maybe win. <laughs> you know, so it was a, an extra thing here in the U.S. But um, it's all based on lies, every bit of it. And there's no need for anybody to worry. Life could go back to normal today if everyone would just turn off the TVs, take off their face diapers, and go back to what they were doing. Open the schools up. You know, if you're sick, stay home. If you're not, go about your life. Period. Now, there's enough information out there now. Most recent, a 10 million person study showing that there is no such thing as uh, transmission from asymptomatic people. You know, back in the day, before all this stuff started, you know, you have to wear a face mask because you might give somebody the flu. Well, I don't have the flu. Well, that doesn't matter. You still might give it to somebody. If you're not sick, you can't pass it on. And that's where all this crap came, the asymptomatic things. Well, we'll we'll come up with a testing system that is bogus and gives tons and tons and tons of false positives. So, yeah, they've been exposed. They're positive. No, they don't even have anything. But on the off chance, you know, We'll come up with a lie that says, oh, yeah, well, you're positive, so you could pass it on, even though you don't have any symptoms. Bullcrap. That's never been the case, never will be the case. If you ain't sick, if you don't got it, you can't pass it on. You know, if I don't have any money in my pocket, somebody tries to rob me even, they're not going to get anything. And that's usually the way it is for me, so. (laughs) But anyway, let's see. How about the guy that died before taking office? They put him on a ventilator. And poof, he was gone. I didn't hear about that one, but yeah, you know, nine out of ten people put on a vent and never survive it. Especially, you know, it was a hundred percent in uh, the hospital there, uh, Elmhurst, in New York City, where um, uh, Nurse uh, Aaron was at. You know, because they were purposely killing people from the sounds of things. But anyway, back to this. And yet, despite warnings from health experts about potential negative side effects, Moderna Inc. has already begun testing its experimental coronavirus vaccine on kids aged 12 to 17. Now, I got to ask, you know, kids at that point should not be able to give consent. They're not adults. They shouldn't be able to consent to trials. What parent who loves their children would sign them up to be guinea pigs? That's what I got to ask. Every single one of those parents, they should have the children taken away from them and they should be charged with child abuse. And so should the people who are doing these experiments, but they've already been given uh, immunity for everything they do. So it's just an absolute disgusting situation, but there's no way anybody under the age of 18 should be ever involved in testing. You're not allowed to be a guinea pig. It's crazy. They can't make an informed assent or consent. And it's a, it's a violation of the Geneva Convention and the uh, um, uh, Nuremberg Code. Anyway, Moderna's vaccine to be completed by 2022. According to the press release from Biotechnology Company, the Phase 2 and 3 trial will involve an estimated 3,000 volunteers. Again, age 12 to 17. They shouldn't be able to volunteer until they're 18. The researchers will give half the volunteers two shots of Moderna's immunization, or mRNA-1273, 
four weeks apart. Meanwhile, the rest of the precipitants will receive saltwater placebos. I doubt that. They'll probably get some other vaccine. That way, when they have negative, the negative side effects from the vaccine, the placebo vaccines, and the Moderna, you know, the killer vaccine, will be, you know, close enough that they'll say, hey, this is okay. There's not that much difference. Anyway, scientists claim that they will monitor the safety and efficacy of the vaccine in children. All volunteers will be followed for 12 months after the second inoculation. And again, they've got total immunity. So when these kids start dropping like flies, nothing's going to happen. In a statement, Moderna CEO Stephan, or Stephanie, I guess it is, Stephane, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-E, Bansel, announced that the company is pleased to begin this phase two and three study of the mRNA-1273 in healthy adolescents in the U.S., Ansel added that the company claim or aims to generate data by spring 2021 that will support the use of mRNA 1273 in adolescence in advance of the 2021 school year. Of course, we're going to have to mandate it for a disease that you know doesn't affect kids in the first place. And if it did, you got almost 100% cure rate. But yeah, we've got to mandate a vaccine for them. Absolute insanity. Bansell concluded that the Moderna Inc. wants to produce a safe vaccine, (laughs) first time in history, that can help protect adolescents and ensure that they can soon return to school in a normal setting. They could do that now. And proof of that is all over the world. You know, we're one of the few countries that hasn't opened our schools back up. And all the ones that have have not had any trouble at all. But we're different here in the U.S., of course. Clinicaltrials.gov, a registry of clinical trials run by the U.S. National Laboratory of Medicine, revealed that the Moderna Inc. study is slated to be completed by June 2022. The company's vaccine will also be used at testing locations in Idaho, Minnesota, New York, Oklahoma, Texas, and Utah. Wonderful. I'm glad I'm not in those states and I'm not a kid. Uh, When asked by Moderna spokeswoman, uh, when asked, a Moderna spokeswoman didn't disclose how many children have been enrolling as enrolled as of this writing. I want to know where these kids are coming from. Are they kids that uh, you know came from the uh, uh, Epstein Island, or <laughs> are there kids that have been uh, picked up on the streets, or you know, child trafficked, or at the borders? Who knows? Other companies have been testing vaccines on children as well. Pfizer, Inc., another vaccine manufacturer, has already been testing its coronavirus vaccine in children age 12 since October. Another company, AstraZeneca, has also started testing young participants outside America. This is insanity. When will it end? But the testing seems unwarranted, especially since children rarely develop severe coronavirus symptoms, like I just said. Additionally, young patients seldom require hospitalization for COVID-19, highlighting the danger of testing vaccines on children who haven't been previously tested in trials for experimental shots. (sighs) Excuse me. Last October... Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released a statement announcing that clinical trials only included healthy, non-pregnant adults, at least until this December. CDC added that the recommended groups might be, or might in the future, uh, as clinical trials expand um, to recruit more people volunteers. How does Moderna's vaccine work? (laughs) 
Moderna's vaccine was developed in collaboration with the National Institutes of Health, so you have them to thank as well. The vaccine uses part of the pathogen's uh, genetic code called messenger RNA to help a patient's body recognize COVID-19 and attack if they get infected. The vaccine candidate then kicks the body into producing some of the viral proteins, which the immune system recognizes and builds a defensive response. Back in November, clinical trial data revealed that the vaccine is 94.1% effective at preventing COVID-19. Yeah, right. The Moderna vaccine is also allegedly 100% effective at preventing severe disease. They don't even try to prevent severe disease. You know, John Rappaport's studies show that they're only looking at moderate cases at the most. On December 17th, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee voted in favor of the FDA granting an emergency use authorization to use its mRNA vaccine, uh, coronavirus uh, vaccine candidate, mRNA-1273, from the panel. Uh, 20 members voted in favor of uh, providing the EUA Uh, which is the uh, emergency use authorization, none of the members voted against it. Imagine that. They probably all got paid very handsomely to vote that way. Previously, the same committee voted 17 to 4, recommending Pfizer and BioNTech's mRNA-based vaccine, BNT162B2. One member sustained during both advisory committee meetings. The recommend, uh, recommendation was based on study findings presented by Moderna, along with data from the pivotal uh, Phase 3 COVE study, C-O-V-E, whatever that is, that evaluated the mRNA-1273 in adult patients. The potential vaccine had an efficacy rate of 91.4% during primary efficacy analysis, and it offered full protection against severe COVID-19 cases. You know, this is all a crock of crap. <laughs> The bottom line is, again, and I keep going back to it, we got a disease that for the vast majority of the general public, 99.94 or better percent survival rate almost never affects kids. Why on earth do we need a vaccine for anybody, especially kids? It has nothing to do with protecting the health of our people. It's all about control and forcing people to accept this crap. And shame on anyone listening to this network who gets this stuff. Uh, Center for Disease Control. Enough said. I call it Center for Disease Creation. Attacking the virus or attacking the body's exosomes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Crazy stuff. Well, let's see. While we're looking at natural news, let's see if there's anything else. Must watch. Epic mask, anti-mask flash mob takes over CVS without or shouting freedom. <laughs> well, since it's a video, I'm not going to go ahead and play that, but uh, I've seen that one before. Uh, situation update. December 29th. Extensive evidence of foreign interference in the U.S. election is now surfacing. Ah, uh, here we go. Vitamin D could have prevent could prevented 90% of COVID coronavirus deaths. Well, when you figure, again, by the CDC's numbers, only about 6% of the numbers that they've reported as COVID deaths are actually from COVID. 
So I was doing the math yesterday. I was talking to my wife about it, and I think it, based on 275,000 deaths that they've, you know, allegedly coronavirus deaths, 6% of that is about 16,000 people nationwide. And for that, basically a drop of sand on the beach, a drop of water in the ocean, we've shut down the world's economy, not just the U.S., but we've shut down the economy. We've destroyed lives, livelihoods, businesses. Some, many businesses in this country will never come back. They've just been totally devastated by this crap. And mostly at the hands of Democratic uh, mayors, governors, that kind of thing. Not all. We've, Like I said, we've got a rhino here in Ohio that's just about as bad as some of the Democrats even. But, you know, the one thing, he, he says all this junk, but nobody follows it. Well, the sheep will follow it, um, but there's no real uh, problem for those that don't. And like I said, in since this started, I've ignored everything the governor's had to say, and uh, from his mask mandates, his uh, number of people in a setting, um, you know, the so-called 10, 10p to 5a curfew, uh, I've ignored all that stuff. I just carried on with my life, and I haven't had anybody say anything to me. Lucky for them. Um, looking at some of the other stuff here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the real Tiffany left and the fake Tiffany right. Um, that's the thing that really gets me more than anything else is they are doing such a, um, you know, a, a poor job of trying to produce a new Tiffany. that <laughs> just is clearly not her. And, um, uh, it just, you know, it messes up their case even more. You know, that's the thing that's really sad. I'll look at this one thing here. Let's break silence and spread the truth on the death of nurse Tiffany after taking Pfizer vaccine against COVID-19. You can join our international WhatsApp group. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, RAP Justice for Tiffany Pontus Dover. Rest in peace. And, uh, wow, it's already got 12,800 members. That's pretty good. And, uh, let's see, since, you know, mid-December, right before Christmas, I guess. Um, but, yeah, that's a sad situation, you know, to sit there and take the vaccine. And, and she was all in favor of it. She was overjoyed. And 17 minutes later, dropped like a fly, you know, just... And then now it looks like she's probably not with us anymore. But she at least was an adult and took it on her own decision, you know, not a child who makes me wonder how many of these kids are going to croak. Alleged DOD official says illegal ballots were offloaded from Plain in Arizona, then driven to Maricopa County to rig the election. Wouldn't surprise me. Defund the ATF. Now, there's something I can get behind. <laughs> Conservatives and politicians push to get ATF defunded, dismantled for anti-gun policies and actions. There we go. That's a good idea. I can I can get behind that. And uh, don't just push them on to other departments, just, you know, other agencies of the government. You know, y'all are out of, out of a job. Uh, straight out sci-fi scientists believe long distance quantum teleportation for the, f- achieve it for the first time. Ooh, beam me up, Scotty. I don't think so. 
Uh, scientists have successfully beamed up units of quantum information known as qubits over a great distance for the first time. Yowzer. Yeah, I think we should uh, get AOC and Pelosi and uh, Feinstein and Schumer to volunteer for that. Let them be the test for that one. I'd love to see that. Robert Kiyosaki. Big Pharma threatened to have me killed for criticizing coronavirus vaccine. I didn't know he criticized it, but I'm glad he did. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. In a chilling interview, author Robert Kiyosaki said that Big Pharma threatened to have him killed if he didn't stop criticizing coronavirus vaccines. Interesting. Violent, uh, uh, a violation of the First Amendment. He cited Brian Rose, a former banker on Wall Street, as an example of Big Pharma's attempts to squelch anyone's attempt to shed the light on the coronavirus pandemic. Now the host of a podcast that features in-depth interviews, Rose has made it his goal to help the public learn how to see through the numbing effects of mainstream media. Unfortunately, Rose was taken off the air because he talked about something controversial, freedom of speech, and the dangers of being politically correct. Last November, Rose talked about why continued lockdowns were a mistake, when one, uh, one with huge repercussions on the country's economy, you think? <laughs> he also discussed the, the data of the government used to inform the decision to enforce a second increasingly costly lockdown. Yeah, and uh, this idiot, um, uh, Neil Ferguson, just keeps popping back up. You know, it's amazing. The guy has never been right, and people just keep listening to him. Just like Fauci. <laughs> you know, same, they're cut from the same cloth. Except Fauci has the twist that he's a Ferengi. He's always making a deal to get enriched at the same time. Anyway, um, citing Rose's case as an example, Kiyosaki noted that by being PC, politically correct, you violate the First Amendment, the freedom of speech. Because the, of the coronavirus pandemic, and, and another thing that's being violated is the right to assembly. Socialist distancing and closing down businesses is a violation of the First Amendment. Yes, it is. It's also a violation of the Fourth and Fifth. Kiyosaki was also worried that rights being ripped out of the people's hands, uh, which was disturbing considering America was a country that prided itself on, oh, giving citizens the freedom to live their own lives no not giving respecting or supporting but not giving god gives you those freedoms and we have to maintain it as such he also explained that rose was taken off the air because he criticized linkedin bill gates and youtube oh baby uh, trifecta this highlights the importance of being careful about what you say or post online because your freedom of speech is gone. Uh, hmm. Yep, I'm just... Oh, Tiffany Tober, Dover obituary. Hmm, interesting. Um, where was I? Oh, there it is. Additionally, Kiyosaki discussed some of the horrible threats he received after he criticized vaccines. The threat seemed unwarranted, particularly since the author has studied vaccines himself and his, is familiar with how they work. He explained that the primary reason vaccines are so profitable is because when they're brought out, you can't be sued for any failure of the vaccine. Generally, that, that's true, as long as the vaccine is put on the childhood recommended vaccine list. If it's not on the kiddie list, 
they can still be sued with the exception now of the COVID vaccines because all of them are getting blanket liability protection out the door. Uh, let's see here. Something Big Pharma knows and is exploiting amid the coronavirus pandemic. If the vaccine kills 10 million people, Big Pharma and anyone involved in the creation of these vaccines will walk away scot-free. Not to mention the fact, you know, the people who administered them, they get coverage as well, as far as I know. First, Big Pharma produces the vaccine. Then they get someone well-known like President Trump or Barack Obama to push it. And uh, bingo, it's all there. Big Pharma's smokescreen. Kiyosaki shared that after he revealed what he knew about Big Pharma's plans for vaccines, he received a chilling warning. Don't do that anymore because we will kill you. We'll just give him the vaccine. His friend, who was a doctor, confirmed that Big Pharma isn't messing around and that they will indeed kill him if he continues to expose the truth about the COVID-19 vaccines. And uh, this brings up another book recommendation. Um, let me find it here real quick because it's escaping me at the moment. Um, uh, it's um, Malice, M-A-L-I-C-E, Malice by Jennifer Janes. It is a uh, novel, but it is so real <laughs> and based in fact that it's it might as well be, you know, an actual based on true facts type of thing. But um, excellent book. Highly recommend it. Uh, I read that, that was, uh, over the summer, I think. Jennifer James, J-A-Y-N-E-S, Malice. Excellent, excellent book. And uh, she basically got killed by Big Pharma <laughs> for writing a book about Big Pharma. It was all about a childhood vaccine that was being rolled out that was killing kids left and right. And uh, the, her doctor friend in the book um, ends up trying to blow the whistle on it and gets killed. And uh, she basically died the same way he did in the book, which is an interesting twist on things. A little bit of irony just shows that they, they, they actually killed her. But anyway, um, check that one out. Kiyosaki said that uh, these threats concerned him because he believes in freedom of speech. He also agrees that people can disagree since everyone has their own opinion. But Big Pharma when too, uh, went too, I think they mean went too far when he received a death threat. And uh, yeah, you know when you're when you're messing with the the financial gains of Big Pharma, look out. That's why, and, you know, the medical community is the same way. That's why I say pray for Erin um, uh, Marie Olszewski, for her to write this book and do these interviews and videos that she's doing um, to show what's going on with this plandemic, scamdemic. Um, I, I, you know, it would not surprise me at all to find out that she had committed Arkansas. Uh, you know, it would not surprise me at all. So pray for her, her safety, and that God will put a hedge of protection around her and protect her from all these crazy suckers. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, people started playing games, and now that game is out of control. He warned Kiyosaki State and explained that the coronavirus is an elaborate smokescreen for something that has been going on for years and that the public should be worried about the financial crisis caused by the pandemic. He also urged millennials to take the current situation more seriously, especially since they need to understand how money is created. Money is all about credit, debt, and taxes, which isn't taught clearly in school. That's for sure. 
Kiyosaki added that the world economy is crashing because back in 1971, the only way to keep the economy expanding was to find people stupid enough to get into debt. As a kid, Kiyosaki himself didn't have a credit card. (laughs) One of the few of the proud. Uh, And while everyone has credit cards now, unfortunately, only a handful of people know how to use one properly. People had credit cards because they needed more money, but ironically, they were also the cause of the debt among card owners. Kiyosaki also talked about 2009, the year he dubbed was the most dastardly for millennials. In 2009, then-President Obama went to banks and told them to get more students into debt by telling them they needed to get a good education. There are only about $4.5 trillion in base money, and according to Kiyosaki, there's $225 trillion in debt. (laughs) This makes for an impossible gap between the two. While he's not sure when he knows the economy will soon come to a shuddering halt because of this discrepancy. In his book, Rich Dad Port, or Rich Dad's Prophecy, uh, Kiyosaki cautioned that the economy may crash in 2016. Hmm, wonder when this was written. Even then, uh, let's see here. Even then, he was caught unaware by quantitative easing and zero interest rates. He also didn't foresee how desperate American leaders were. Federal Reserve Bank and the Treasury and Wall Street were all willing to enforce Obama's plan to put students in debt. Back in September, Kiyosaki, known for his book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, cautioned that a functional solution to coronavirus pandemic would send safe haven assets plummeting. He tweeted that uh, once the COVID-19 vaccine is approved, gold, silver, and Bitcoin will crash, and that the real problem isn't the pandemic, but massive U.S. debt. As expected, Big Pharma is making the real issues at stake, especially for the American economy. The country is $226.7 trillion in debt. I think it's a lot more than that, uh, reports monitoring sources, uh, monitoring sources resource, U.S. National Debt Clock. The, the bulk of the country's debt appeared via stimulus measures when uh, the pandemic hit, and now the U.S. is bankrupt. We've been bankrupt since 1933, uh, concluded Kiyosaki. Uh, Despite the threats to his life, the author continues to encourage people to stay informed about the pandemic and to refuse Big Pharma's potentially dangerous vaccine. Good for him. And we are nearly out of time. But uh, to say, suffice it to say that, you know, there's a lot going on right now. 2021 is going to be a very interesting time in our lives. Um, And as I have been saying, with all of the butthurt basement dwellers about ready to pop out of their shells in the basement and start attacking and being uh, burning things down again, make sure that you have everything you need to shelter in place, so to speak, or hunker down or whatever you want to say, repel borders, um, because that may very well become something that needs to be done here in the very near future. Uh, Next Tuesday and Wednesday are going to be crucial days Uh, for the United States, you know, both today and the future. And we encourage everybody to be prepared. So uh, that being said, we're out of time. I encourage you to take care of your bodies because the only place you have to live. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, historian and constitutional authority, Michael Gaddy. Till then, take care and God bless. See you tomorrow.